Maddie Head is on the Share Chair podcast. Welcome. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So before getting into Spring Lake, you moved around. You were yeah. in Lansing, you were moving around. So what was, yeah. what was the cause of that moving there was around? a lot of reasons. Um, one of the big reasons was bullying. I was really hardly, heavily bullied when I was younger. And the other big reason was just financial situations. My mom and dad would get us out of a really bad school. Like my kindergarten, there was a metal detector on the door to my kindergarten classroom, just a really rough area. And then they'd move me to this Catholic school, and it would be nice for about half a year, and then we couldn't afford it, and we'd move back to a bad school. And it was just a lot of that, them trying to get us out of a poor situation and not being able to. At times we'd stay at a school for like up to two years, but it was not, never very long. Like I remember moving from one school, and this kid's like, who was my friend, I think his name was Gabriel. He was like, oh, I'm going to miss you so much and everything. And I'm like, why is it a big deal? I'm just moving. I mean, I, I realized I wasn't going to see him again, but I didn't think that was that big of a deal. I was just so used to never seeing people for very so that, long. And so now you've been at Spring Lake since you were in sixth grade. Yes. And you're a senior now, so it's like that's the yeah, longest run you've had. In a, yeah, solid okay. six years. Cool. As a senior, yeah. what are your plans for next year? Oh, man. I'm going to be going to MCC uh -huh. just because... I have no idea what I want to do yet, yeah. and I have absolutely no way to afford an actual college. I mean, FAFSAs are only going to help so much. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So when you, uh, so FAFSA is the like, could you maybe talk about that or that process? Did you go down the FAFSA road? Did you try? And uh, see we what? definitely filled out our regular FAFSA forms and everything, and it took a little bit longer because. I was homeless for a portion of the beginning of this year, so we had to like fill out the whole like section that most people don't have to fill out. But it was just basically sat down on the computer with my mom and filled it out, and they expect zero family contribution, things like that, which is nice. But would you mind speaking about your the homelessness that yeah, you experienced? Um, so you're a high school senior and you're my without a first home? week of high school senior, and I was living with my aunts. Um, my mom had just gotten out of rehab and home was not a safe place for her nor for me or my brother so we moved to stay with my aunt for a while and we were couch jumping for a minute until we could eventually get the house back and have my dad move out and things like that. So Has your family always struggled with financial Yeah that's things? kind of the weird thing. We've not always struggled but I feel like it almost feels like we've always struggled because we've just kind of cycled. I mean yeah. we've definitely had Time, chunks of time where we were like more of upper middle class and then we'd move or something would happen in the family that would cause one of them to lose their jobs, one of my parents, and then before we know it we're on food stamps again and trying to figure out how we're going to pay rent the next month and mm -hmm. it was a lot of instability. You never knew if you were coming home and had a ton of money or if you were coming home to getting your lights turned off. Is there someone you really leaned on? Honestly, that's the thing about poverty is you have to lean on people if you want to make it out. And I've ended up leaning on a lot of family members, a lot of my aunts and uncles, my cousins, as have my mom and my brother. It's really the only way you can get through something like that. I guess the biggest thing for me when I was younger was just treating me like a kid and not like a poor kid. It would be like they treated me just the same and be mindful like, not necessarily like, hey, we're going to Michigan Adventures, you want to come, but you have to pay. Like, they knew I couldn't pay, so they wouldn't do something like that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it wouldn't be like, oh, she's different than us, she can't afford the same things. Like, it, we just, they just treated me the same. They'd play with me at recess and things, and 
not point out the fact that I wore the same outfit for three days in a row. When your mom recently coming out of rehab, yeah. and then also the word cycle came up where you would have money and then you might yeah. not the next day. Where does that stem from? Just my parents made some not so smart life decisions before having me or my brother. And so they never really got a stable job, and that really made the cycling thing big. I mean, my mom has worked as a waitress basically my entire life. And the big thing with waiting tables is you live off tips. So if you get really good tips and it's really busy, well then we're, having, we're in a great financial situation. But then if she doesn't get any tips at all, we have no money because server's minimum wage is just enough to pay federal taxes and that's about it. A few years where my dad was unemployed, like a year where my mom was unemployed, just... So that really hurt, hurt with the financial situation and also definitely put a lot of stress on my parents which led my mom to the point where she needed to go to rehab and had, had those problems. So when I think of holidays like Christmas and Thanksgiving, a lot of nostalgic feelings come up and like I think of turkey and expensive gifts and things that cost money and so just to give like a person who has never had to deal with the things that you've experienced um, and grown and gotten strong from, like what is a holiday like for yeah. someone who doesn't have as much money as people in Spring Lake per se? Yeah, no, that's a really good question and that definition really changed throughout the years. I mean, a lot of times there was a lot of fighting over money. There would just be a lot of fights around the holidays. Holidays always aggravated the situation where we were reminded constantly, like, you don't have enough money to do what everyone else does. And like, things like Christmas, my mom always would try to go the extra mile to make sure my brother and I had gifts under the tree. That was her big thing. She always wanted it to be a big thing for us, but I also remember years where it, it wasn't. I would come downstairs and there'd be maybe five gifts under the tree. Mm -hmm. And I, like half of them came from the dollar store. Yeah. And I tried to pretend to be like, oh yeah, it's great because my mom's crying and sad and holidays were always a bad reminder about our situation, yeah. but it wasn't also an end all be all either. I mean, we had family and things like get togethers, especially around Thanksgiving where the family would just be there and like remind us we're also loved. And mm -hmm. if you don't stay positive, it really consumes you. Mm -hmm. That's it's really hard to live with nothing. Yeah. So. so how do you do it? How do you stay deposit? Would you say you have? I honestly don't think I would say I have. I mean, I've struggled a lot with mental illness and a lot with depression and things like that. And I think it's still something I'm working on too. Like, just basically keeping a smile on. Like, I don't have a bed right now, but I'm also just like thinking, well, at least I have a house, you know, I have a roof over my head and just, I guess the best way to stay grateful and happy is just to remember what you do have. But there are going to be days where you can't stay positive. That's just, it's impossible. Mm -hmm. And you gotta learn how to live with that as well. Your 18 uh, MCCs on the horizon, mm -hmm. uh, graduate, high school graduation, what is oh, yeah. supposed to be this great like sort of passage from one thing to the next right from from adolescence to adulthood does that have does that ring true for you does it have that adolescent to adulthood feel does it not if it does does it excite you like how's this transition from adolescence to adulthood feeling to you yeah I would say it's really not so much a transition of adolescence to adulthood as much as from high school to college like the literal just high school to college I feel like I had to become an adult much younger than most kids did. I mean, 
like I'll talk to kids and they're like, oh, remember this thing from our childhood? And I remember that thing is something that I was too old for, like Han Montana or something. I was already like an adult by that point. I didn't get to enjoy that. So I would say I was like probably an adult by the time I was 10. So we are coming to graduation and all that jazz, but um, instead of looking to the future, is there are there positive things you can look back on high school and say, wow, that's something I'll remember, like that was a good thing, or a friend, or or something positive? Oh yeah, definitely. I think the biggest thing is just most of the things that we have here don't cost money, and just remembering to enjoy those things as much as you have the other things going mm -hmm. on. So like things like hanging out with friends are things I'll always remember, and there are memories from band and band camp and things like that that I will always remember and just happy things like that. Yeah. Great teachers that I'll always remember like Mr. Tooney yeah. or Mrs. <laughs> Clark. You mentioned one point sometimes running out of food stamps. What is that feeling like when you think maybe I won't be able to eat food tonight? The feeling is scary. I, it's really a scary thought like what are we going to eat tonight? The biggest thing though is my mom made sure we never went hungry. That was like her one thing and she always had, was trying to keep her dignity with poverty. She would be afraid to ask help on certain things, but when it came to my brother and my safety or our well-being, she was not afraid to just lose all of her dignity and get us help. Yeah. So there'd be times where if we ran out of food stamps, she would say, go to like a food truck and get us food, or she would ask one of her sisters to just lend some food so we could eat that day look down on you when you're poor. People think like, oh, they think you're lazy or something. I remember once being at a doctor's office and the doctor asked me like just in a passing question what I was doing that summer. And at the time I had no clue yet. So I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe just like hanging out with friends. He's like, well, you better do something academic or else you'll end up in a place like your mom. And like my mom was just blown away. And he's like, you don't want to be poor like her forever. And it just talks crap about my mom with her right there in the room and yes. a lot of people who have money don't understand they think you're just lazy or they think you're not trying and that's where the shame comes from you're afraid of what people are going to think of you because they can't know your full story they don't know that you're working way more than most people are and that you're working from six in the morning until like one in the morning they right. don't know these things <laughs> the vast majority of people who are poor are just trying to get by and they're trying so hard mm -hmm. all the time like appreciate your family and friends count as family as well anyone who is willing to be there for you you need to cherish those people and really cherish like look out for them as much as they look out for you and be there for them whenever you can and the other biggest thing is just to never judge someone you don't know what they're going through you like they could be the meanest person on earth but for, you don't know what's going on at home you just you can never know everything that's going on inside their head or inside their family life or anything so that's the biggest thing for me is just cherish people and never judge people congratulations yeah. on graduation oh, thank you proud of you yeah. thank you so much. thanks for being on share chair great to meet you <laughs> you too thank you for listening to this episode of the share chair stay tuned next week for a new episode